0: And welcome to another No Gift Receipt episode of We Only Look Thin. <laughs> I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost over 120 pounds. I yeah. kept it off for over five years. Yeah. I'm a tiny habit certified coach, a Thrive Global Certified Coach. Uh-huh. And with me today is my own personal gift.
1: Oh, Donald, Donald Weigel. Oh, you
0: didn't even know.
1: <laughs> I didn't know you were going to say that. And you are also my gift. Oh, and uh, cool. I am your husband. Mm-hmm. And I have lost about 100 pounds. And I have kept it off for about six years. Congratulations. Um, I think you've actually kept yours off for about I six and a know. half at it, this point. I've if stopped counting.
0: Uh, we if actually. If we're
1: really going to be accurate.
0: Last night, we got together with friends. Uh, from another part of the world. Yes, uh, they were visiting Australia. Per- Australia. Yes, where um,
1: it's actually summertime. Whoa, whoa! Everything's
0: upside down. So, the, do they call this August, or is it still December?
1: No, it's there. still December. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they still use the Gregorian calendar, as we've uh, talked about on this show before.
0: Anyway, but uh, but with pandemic and all of that, found out. It had been five years since their wedding.
1: Yeah, we we went to their wedding, and uh, it had been five years since the wedding, and it just seemed like that went time went by in the blink of an eye. Like, I don't know how that happens.
0: So I think for me... That, that- making this about me again oh yeah sorry I, I didn't just, mean to
1: talk i'll, I'll i just don't
0: remember when things happened because to me it was like didn't you guys just get married like two years ago right and they didn't go, they, they didn't get married in australia they got married in philadelphia so i don't want you to be like wow they went to australia they didn't tell us that
1: yeah, philadelphia is even better than australia <laughs> sorry australians
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but uh donald uh i imagine you probably got some Good gifts today. If you're listening to this, people of Earth,
1: I imagine um, I did too. It, although it is Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> although we're re- we're secretly don't tell anyone recording it before Christmas, but the episode comes out on Christmas. But
0: isn't it the anticipation of it all that's yeah. really the exciting part? You know, it
1: actually kind of is. Uh, I it, it's almost the lead up to the day that I prefer, like that the whole Christmas season, uh, much more than the actual day itself. Usually, yeah, I need to figure out how to extend the Christmas season all the way to like Orthodox Christmas in early January and like really like feel it all the way through or really just keep it in my heart all the year round
0: (laughs) maybe you need maybe we need to wait to open presents until Orthodox Christmas would Uh, you be okay with that yeah no no (laughs) no
1: It's you, a great idea, You though. want them now and not later. It's a later. great idea.
0: We actually, I know we had given this tip of the week before. Tao! Tao! Tip of the week to tip
1: you! Tip of the week I to you! I have no you. idea what you're about to say.
0: Um, We had done a tip of the week before, and this would actually be a really good one. This is a surprise tip for all of you listeners. If you go to those post-Christmas sales tomorrow, the Boxing Day sales oh, yeah. and all of that, and you're at your Sephora's or whatever world market wherever you are, and they have the little advent calendars. Yeah. Whether it be for cosmetics or I don't know the uh, dried fruit of the day. I, I have
1: a I have a Funko uh, one. Oh, yeah. uh, there's I've seen online cool Lego ones like if you're into that kind of thing like you know something non food related.
0: Right, but you're, you're saying to yourself, Catherine, it's already after Christmas. January can be kind of tough yeah. in terms of like all of the the pomp and circumstance of December and in January you're like I got nothing but President's Day,
1: right. uh, which right. <laughs> I know you, you have the all this March. time off between uh, you know Thanksgiving and the end of the year and then suddenly it's like you have no time off until February. I guess you do. There's one day in January.
0: Yeah. So uh, our suggestion, the tip of the week, tao Tow <laughs> is actually to uh, we're go, doing that again. Go and buy uh, a discounted advent calendar
1: non-food related
0: non-food related and start opening it january first yeah. and have some fun things to look forward to in january uh, we yeah. did this before and it was it actually was nice
1: i'm actually opening a funko advent that was from a couple of years ago and i i'm like i am keeping my eye on this year's advent and like waiting for it to go on super discount to buy it to open next year
0: <laughs> oh that's good yeah i but i said maybe the worst thing a parent could say to a child i don't know you if did. you caught it i don't no. know if you caught it no so uh, our daughter has an advent calendar yeah And uh, I was going to say my husband has an advent calendar. That's Donald Weigel Jr. Yes, that's me. King of the Funko. And our (laughs) daughter, okay, you were there and she said it. Our daughter said, oh, like you should, addressing me, you should have an advent too. You don't. And I said, "Do you remember what I said?"
1: I don't remember exactly. I'm
0: just happy watching you. Have oh yeah, fun. no, Is that's
1: terrible. No, that's super that? Like, yeah.
0: I'm just glad that you're happy. That's right. my joy.
1: Yeah, no, I uh, I chose to not feel bad about it, and I just <laughs> moved on. <laughs>
0: I just, you know what? I just don't want more stuff right now. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna not have more stuff. Uh, that so, sounds
1: very judgy, like you're saying that I'm the problem. No,
0: but I just, like, with anyway, I just didn't want to have more stuff. We're gonna have a yard sale soon, yeah. And I was like, oh, this would be good in a yard sale. I yeah, don't want to, I, I don't want to buy more stuff for a yard sale. Um, All right, but
1: let's get back to the, the topic at hand. If it's, if you're listening, if this comes out late Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, if you're listening, um, uh, applause. If you're applause. listening to this on Christmas Day. Applause. 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 That is is hardcore. We are grateful for that. But whenever you're listening to this, we are grateful. But at this time of year, it is the, the sort of the week before New Year's. And oftentimes, we can just sort of decide to let that go. And and not do anything. And we're not asking you to do anything super hard, I don't think, right now.
0: No, but I mean if you're listening, you're already your ears are engaged. Yeah. So congratulations. Yeah, to that's that.
1: a that's a big step forward.
0: But this is maybe a, a week off. You were just saying maybe you have a little time to rest and reflect and that kind of thing. So uh Yeah, so we is- would
1: like you to lean into the reflecting part and to look back upon the year that just happened and maybe ask yourself some questions. And you know reflective learning, besides like,
0: oh no, I feel like I'm about to learn something.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had me until reflective learning. I was like, that sounds like he read something. I did I did oh, read something. No.
1: Um, besides when you reflect, when you look at your reflection, you see how beautiful you are and uh, and how wonderful you are. you see that. But if you like reflect upon your 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 year, no matter, what level you are if you are an intern just starting out or you're a professional who's you know who's very very skilled it is really important to look back and reflect and it, it can really make you look at where you have gaps in your knowledge about a particular topic that you're trying to learn or yeah uh, really where you can focus on improving the skills of a particular um uh what you're trying to learn and in this case you know it's it's weight loss health fitness that we're talking about and really look back and figure out um what you're what you're really good at what you're comfortable at but also really figure out what you need to concentrate on moving forward
0: well and i think that what you said about thinking about what went right this year is really important because yes, so for sure. so often especially during the holiday season we can marinate and ruminate on the negative like oh gosh i think i might be up the scale this month or you know just think about that and now i'm going to say words that make it sound like you're learning something <laughs> that that recency bias of like See, you're
1: no better than me
0: <laughs> like oh i haven't gone to the gym in 4 weeks You identify with the most recent bad thing that you've done and not that you actually joined a gym this year and went more consistently and, you know, got in your walks and did water aerobics, that kind of thing. So we're asking you to uh, take a little bit of time in this week before New Year to reflect on different aspects of your health journey venture.
1: Yeah. And and there's a few few things to, to think about when you're doing this. So when you're doing this, when you're looking back, it is important that when you're noting things that didn't go the way that you wanted them to, that your past performance does not necessarily indicate your future outcome. Right. You can look back and make changes moving forward to get the outcomes that you prefer.
0: Well, and I think that that is a really big part of this because a lot of times we can really, like I said, over-associate with the negative. But when we take the time to reflect On different areas of our life, we then have the opportunity to decide what we want to change in the new year. And conversely, like I think Donald was about to say this too, was if things went well this year, if you keep doing those things, good results will come of it. But if you keep doing the unhelpful things, nothing will change unless you change what you're actually doing.
1: Yeah. If you don't, if you don't change anything, you will probably get the same results. And um, Catherine actually said this. (laughs) (laughs) When you don't look at the past, it makes it difficult to build your future.
0: Yeah. And it's it's hard. Catherine Weigel. It's hard to reflect, though, sometimes when you've done things that maybe you're like, maybe at the beginning of the year, you had a really big, uh, what do they say? Big, hairy, audacious goal. Uh, A big goal, which, anyway, that's a whole... That was gross. Yeah. (laughs) No, but they are like talking about like... Setting a huge goal for yourself can be inspiring. But if you had a huge goal and you didn't hit it, you might be a little bit Defeated, or like, oh gosh, it didn't work out the way I wanted to. Um, But taking time to reflect on how the year actually went and learning from that will help better inform what you're able to do and expect of yourself in the new year.
1: And we're going to ask you to ask some questions of yourself um, as we're going through that. We're going to, we had initially come up with a whole list of questions, but realized we were like throwing too many at you. So, Let's, let's start with, with one and then move forward.
0: Yeah. Ooh, okay. So I'm going to interject with something because this is what I do. Imagine that you have opened a book uh, as a gift on Christmas Day. Yeah. And it's the story of you from the last year. Oh, no. Uh, I know. <laughs> let's just say someone wrote the book of Donald from 2023. Yeah. Uh, first of all, big question. If someone wrote your book. Uh, a famous author, who would you want to have written it?
1: Well, since I li- like, uh, slash listen to mostly like fantasy, sci fi, and horror, that's probably not great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> my, the Stephen King version, my, yeah. The St-
1: Stephen King is probably like that could go a lot of different ways, usually bad though. When it's uh, when it's Stephen King uh, writing your story, but maybe, um, maybe uh, this is just off the top of my head, Richard Osman. <laughs> um that's who wrote who I the said I to write thursday my murder book. club <laughs> that's who you came that's up who with I am. and like it's very selfish because um all of the the people who are over 70 in that book or most of them are like vibrant and like are doing stuff and have all these hidden talents that you wouldn't necessarily Super smart yeah. crafty
0: yeah they so, make a great team yeah
1: that's how i want to be when i'm uh, really when i'm that age funny. which i'm barreling down on yeah
0: and they always it always works out in the end
1: yeah i don't want to exactly. spoil the series
0: if you haven't read it but uh that's interesting that's also who i yeah. had hoped would write mine
1: yeah, well, that's good. So what, yeah. what was your actual question, though? So, uh, I don't think you finished asking it.
0: Okay, so this this was how it was phrased, which I just thought was really interesting. If someone else wrote a book about your year, what would it say? Would your story progress, or would it stay stagnant? Yeah. Whack, whack. Um, who would be the main characters? I feel like we've got a really small little... Yeah. Cluster. Of, no, for sure. Yeah, we're. we're but and then uh, this was the really big question, and I, I think maybe this is is maybe the biggest question of the episode. What would the moral
1: of the story be? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, or maybe not ouch. Maybe like, you can look back at your ear and be like, "Hey, I like the moral my of the story is... my book is is like an exciting inspirational thriller story yeah. and uh, I uh, I would like welcome people I, to read it and, and write it."
0: And technically as we are we're recording this, we've got like a week and a half, 2 weeks left to like write the end of the story yeah, that's of true. this year, so maybe it's going to end on a big like reveal and a big plot twist. So we,
1: we can jam in all of the goals that we had intended to do in uh, 2023. Hey, get
0: it out of our system, get it out of the start system. in fresh. So here are the actual questions. Yeah, no.
1: What what we would like you to do is is look at various categories of health and fitness. Uh, yeah, there are many, many to look at, but we're going to suggest you look at five big ones, um, and really, really ask yourself, rate yourself on on each one. And, you know, decide where you can then focus your energies moving forward. And, you know, one of the things to keep in mind is that we track things like steps and food and yeah. sleep, et cetera, so that we can see how we're doing. And if you've tracked nothing, that's fine. Maybe that's step number one. You start tracking something moving forward um, uh, next year in order to to then better understand how it's going. If you have tracked things, this is a great time to look back on on what you tracked and and how it's gone, um, because the number on the scale when you step on the scale, that's just one number, that's just one indicator of how things right. are going. It doesn't paint the full picture.
0: Well, and Gretchen Rubin also talks about the power of moderating what you measure. So, like when you're paying attention. To your steps and your weight trend over the year and your calories, you're able to see a full picture of the year. I can look at my scale, like my number on the scale through the year. Right. And I'd be like, oh, and that's when we went on vacation, and that's right at the end of school when it was really stressful. It's like this sort of like zigzag line that sort of sort of mirrors how well I was doing on track with my goals versus times when I was really stressed out. So it really tells a picture. If I didn't weigh at all, I'm basically the same weight that I was on January 1st. Yeah. But I am telling you right now, I did not stay the same weight the entire year. Like, it would just be like, oh, I'm the same weight. That's great. But really, it was like ups and downs and ups and downs. So tracking can help you pay attention to categories that matter. And Donald, what is the first category that we're going to ask them to look at?
1: Yeah. So the first category is food. And I know that's a big giant one, but really think about how you're doing with food. And um, the first thing to ask yourself is, what do you wish you did more of? And the the reverse of that is, what do you wish you did less of when it comes to food? And you know that that could be things like uh, you know tracking and and weigh ins when it comes to food. And are you are you tracking nothing? Are you really tracking? And if you can go back and look at at that data that you have, you know, how did things go on the scale when you were tracking? How did they go when you're not? If you're not tracking anything, are you happy with how that's going? Is it time to go back and track things?
0: Well, and we've also talked too about I know people get caught up in streaks like how many days in a row they've done something and it's not about getting a streak necessarily like we're not here for streaks we're here to watch trends and just tracking alone doesn't guarantee that we're going to lose weight or gain weight but really the question is like what like donald said what do you wish you did more of I wish I hadn't – like, I wish I had focused on pre-planning my snacks in the afternoon. Right. I wish I had focused more on vegetables. I wish I, I, you know, hadn't spent so much time just snacking on things. I wish I had eaten more meals. Really think about what you see yourself as. Like, let's pretend your future self has lost, you know, 10% of their body weight, 20% of their body weight how did they get there what would they have done that person would have right. eaten more vegetables prioritized salads eaten you know in better moderation so really thinking about that can really help and then like donald said the opposite of that is what do you wish you did less of less gas station treats less snacks in the break room like paying attention to that because you know like man i still go back to those, you know, eating off of our daughter's plate, that's not helpful. You sort of know, you know, after a year, you kind of know what, you know, where you're excelling and where uh, you might need to switch things up.
1: Yeah, and it could be something big like, you know, turning to food for comfort, you know, like yeah. emotional eating or secret eating, like things that you need to work on. And it might be that that you need to work on those things with a professional, um, but Really, sort of you know realizing what you need to work on and and ad, you know sort of admitting to yourself that you do need help with those things can be a great step forward
0: well, and I'm to be honest, I've had more issues with emotional eating in the last little while. I've fallen into some older habits that yeah. haven't been super helpful, um, but at least even recognizing that just means it's an area that I have the opportunity to focus on more attentively in the coming year.
1: Okay, so what is the next category?
0: My, f- your favorite? I was going to say my. I can't decide which is funnier. Uh, but I'll say okay, it's funnier. Your favorite category? Sleep. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> Isn't
0: it funny when ladies make fun of husbands?
1: Yeah, it really it's is. It's not. I don't like that. Um, I the you know Fitbit. It, every month, it kind of tells you like it has these different categories that are all named after animals, and. Um, it tells you, yeah, and er, every month I get a report that tells me like what, what animal I sleep most like in their estimation. And it's always a bear. It's always a bear. And I always feel like, like, does that mean I'm like hybridating all the time? No,
0: I've seen things where it's like a tiger or there's like different things.
1: Yeah, I think there's a dolphin. I always get bear and it's like you fall asleep like right away and deeply, but then you wake up a lot during the night or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think our daughter is a wolf because she's like awake at night. She's a night wolf. Is that a thing?
1: Yeah, sure. A night
0: wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's the name of her band. I night wish Wolves.
1: I was the night wolf instead of the bear. Yeah, okay, but well, oh well,
0: instead of putting our listeners to sleep, uh, right now we're going to focus on reflecting on your sleep habits for the year. We've said before that Tomorrow starts with your sleep habits of today. So how do you feel like you're doing against your goals? Are you staying up later than you know is good for you because you're scrolling on the internet or playing, uh, what did we call it, Angry... Angry, Casta- a-
1: angry Costanza, Answer, yeah, angry like Costanza. a cross between <laughs> Seinfeld and Angry Birds, yeah.
0: Are you up, uh, you know, watching TikTok videos because if you're staying up late... You might be waking up late in the morning, and then skipping your workout, and then skipping prepping your lunch. How you do tonight d- helps determine how you'll do tomorrow. How do you feel about your uh, your sleep? I think they call it sleep hygiene. Huh, um, are you well rested? Are you permanently exhausted? Um, but what-
1: yeah, and and you know, as we've talked about recently, um, it. I tend to, and it has been scientifically proven that people in general tend to make poor food choices when they yeah. aren't well rested, and also not getting enough rest. Um, it means that you have less exercise in order—I mean, sorry—less energy in order to do your exercise. So again, we're asking you once again for this category: what do you wish you did more of, and what do you wish you did less of? And it was really a life-changing um experience for me when i really made the decision to get into the habit of like at exactly a i'm i don't even know if i want to say the time cuz i'm old but exactly 9:30 at night like my light goes out and yeah. i turn over and go to sleep there's no like No convincing myself, oh, well, just 10 minutes more, just 15 minutes more. Like, I really deserve to, like, scroll on my phone more. Like, I've just made that policy for myself. The light goes off. I turn over, uh, go to sleep. And it really has made a big difference in the amount of energy that I have and in the decision-making that I do throughout the day.
0: Well, and earlier this week, speaking of sleep or lack of sleep, I woke up at 2 a.m., And I couldn't go back to sleep and I was very tired, but I actually set a boundary with myself and said... I am not just going to sit and scroll on my phone for four hours. Like, yeah. That's not going to happen. So I purposely uh, left my phone plugged in and came into the living room. I did get up at 2 a.m. and was very tired all day. And it was much harder to make uh, great food choices that day. But setting a boundary around just distracting myself with, uh, with my phone, I-, I felt very proud of myself for just saying I wasn't going to do that because I don't want to get into the habit of – Waking up at 2 o'clock means that I get to play Angry Costanza.
1: But speaking of boundaries Ah. that you just set for yourself, and I'm very proud of you for doing that, um, our next category is boundaries. And the first thing that we're going to ask you to do when it comes to boundaries is – have you even thought about how boundaries are affecting your health and fitness goals? Because if, if you're newer to the show, especially, or yeah. maybe it's been a while since you've listened to one of our episodes on boundaries, this is one of the areas that I think people don't talk about enough is that not having proper boundaries in your life can really influence how you achieve your health and fitness goals. And it, you know, just for example, Maybe you just can't say no when you get asked to be on every committee at your kid's school. Or maybe you just can't say no when, you know, coworkers ask you to do favors that are like above and beyond or friends do or family members do and you just, you know, Feel completely put upon or or maybe you don't feel put upon, but you just don't have any time to focus on yourself because you're always trying to give, give, give to everybody else.
0: Well, and I think part of that, too, for me, and I honestly didn't know that I had an issue with boundaries for a really long time. I just thought I tasted food a lot in my mouth and I was mad a lot. Realizing that I ate to compensate for feeling like I couldn't tell my boss my needs, or if I was frustrated with Donald for something, like being too good of a husband.
1: Too good looking, I think, (laughs) is normally what frustrates people.
0: But. When we hold our needs inside and feel like we can't share our opinions or voice our needs or set our own priorities, that internalization can lead to secret eating, emotional eating, and revenge eating, so many different kinds of eating. So how do you feel you are doing with that right now?
1: Yeah, and again, we're going to ask you to ask yourself the same questions when it comes to boundaries. What do you wish you did more of? And what do you wish you did less of? Have you had any success at asserting your boundaries, or where can you, you know, work on making your boundaries more clear and and really look at the past year and and your life in general and and figure out, you know, you know what? I am giving too much time of myself to X, Y, or Z. I really need to, to assert myself. Or, you know, such and such just keeps making comments about my weight or my food choices like, and it really is making me feel bad about myself. I need to assert that that and make them stop doing it.
0: Right. So I wish I did less. Biting of my tongue when I feel like I want to say something, but I don't want to start a ruckus. Right. Like, I wish I could do more of that. And all through through this episode, we're not asking you to change every single thing in your life. Just bring some awareness to those like sensitive spots that are still hanging out there, maybe unresolved or unfocused on. Because the more we can look back, like Donald said at the beginning, the more we can kind of look at the year that has passed, the better we'll be able to inform what we might focus on in the new year.
1: And I would say definitely don't try and change yeah. everything overnight. Like that is a huge mistake that people make. They they wake up and they're like, okay, I feel motivated. I am going to change every single thing right now. And it's going to to stay that way for the rest of my life and i'm going to keep doing this and it's just nearly impossible to make that kind of a change to just have that sort of a of a revelation and we're we're really asking you like pick one of these things that you can that you can start to focus on uh, or or maybe one small thing in each category, like at most, and and start there and work your way up, and eventually it does really snowball into you know a whole lifestyle life change, like it did for Catherine and I.
0: Exactly. So the next topic we're going to cover, or the next category is we couldn't figure out what to name this exactly, so uh, so here we go. But like, how is your not like how is your movement? How is your movement right now? Are you satisfied with your level of fitness, how your body feels? For me, this year has been a big year of everything hurts and I'm old now. And for me, (laughs) (laughs) for me, like I am realizing more and more that my flexibility, my hip, like my hips and my back and my arms strength flexibility and mobility like even more than the number on the scale right now like i said i've been maintaining my weight but my real why is because like earlier this week my back hurt so much that i couldn't like i didn't want to go on a walk i couldn't walk to the uh the, the drugstore and realizing that there are real impacts to lack of flexibility, lack of mobility um, was just, again, highlighted for me by being in pain. So how do you feel about your movement, your flexibility, your cardiovascular health? Uh, What do you wish you had done more of this year?
1: Yeah, what do you wish you'd done more of? What do you wish you had done less of? And in this case, you know, probably it's I wish I had done less sitting (laughs) and I wish I had gotten more steps. But this is where having something uh, to track. Um, your, your amount of movement is great for us. It, it is a Fitbit, um, for you, it could just be a piece of paper where you're tracking the number of times you do your yoga class or the number of times you walk up, up the stairs, like, you know, my, my Fitbit tracks that for me, but maybe you would rather do it by hand. You know, maybe you're tracking the number of times you go to, to your, you know, your cycling class or, you know, whatever, the number of times that you play volleyball in a year, it it could be a lot of things. but really look at Your movement and figure out what do you want to do more of and what do you want to do less of?
0: Well, and I realized too, I think in 2022, in October, I had signed up for the gym that is close to our daughter's school. And that first and second month, I had gone maybe, you know, 15 to 20 times each month. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I have a tiger, I'm super in this. But I haven't now, at the end of December, I haven't been to the gym since October. And that gives me an opportunity. Like on the app, it says, "Here's your history of when you've come uh, to the to the gym." I can look at that and say, "What is that telling me?" Because it's not, "Oh my gosh, I'm not motivated." It's our schedule has changed. Like, how is this a time for me to cancel the membership, adjust what? I'm doing for fitness, recommit. I always have the opportunity to sort of shuffle things around and not see it as a failure, but again, see it as feedback. What is not going to the gym for a month telling me? Am I working out more at home? Am I Forgetting to go because I'm so busy. Yeah. We've had kind of a chaotic uh, couple of months with with some things going on. So, do I want to prioritize that in the new year? That is a question I will be asking myself this Christmas week.
1: Yeah, and and it could be something like you know, and I'm just sort of jumping on what Catherine just said. Like like for me, for a very long time, I was prioritizing how many times I was walking up and down the stairs, and I just sort of I don't remember making a conscious decision. To not make that a priority, but it just has sort of fallen off, and I I would like to make that a priority again. So it's a matter of looking at that, realizing that that has happened, and then making a an actual plan to uh, to get more stairs into my life.
0: Right, because it can be just about habit design, not oh, I guess I don't want it anymore. Maybe it's like, oh, well, they started doing construction in the parking lot at the gym and now there's nowhere to park or it started getting really dark. And they were actually, you know what? A big thing that happened to me, they were painting our building recently. Yeah. And suddenly I realized I wasn't going outside very much because I didn't want to get in the way of the painters. Right,
1: and then you got in the habit of not doing and it. And
0: then I got in the habit of not doing it because I used to go and sit outside with a cup of coffee, look at my weekly dashboard, do a little bit of planning, realized I got out of the habit and now it's the bitter, uh, cold, chill of winter. It's what, like 70 degrees? It's like right 80 now? <laughs> right now, or it feels
1: like it anyway. Um, you know, and for me, and not to keep belaboring this, but, you know, I ended up, I used to go to an office a lot more and be uh, be at a building that had had a staircase, and I would do things like... You know, instead of the elevator, I would take the stairs whenever I needed to go to the restroom. I would I would go to a restroom on a different floor and stuff like that. And now I'm like mostly at home right now. So there's also that. So I need to sort of adjust my routine and make it happen and figure that out. Yeah. Okay, so the final category that we're going to ask you to look at is growth mindset. And again, another big category. But really think about... How do you talk to yourself? Are you constantly calling yourself mean names that you wouldn't want anybody to call somebody that you love? Are you ruminating on negative thoughts? Are you catastrophizing all the time? Or are you really looking for solutions? And, And how are those things serving you? Again, ask yourself, what do you wish you would do more of with growth mindset? And what do you wish you would do less of?
0: Yeah. And I mean, for me, I definitely find that I'm looking for solutions more often. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll let myself stew in misery for 10 minutes. But I know it's like, okay, you can feel disappointed. It's okay to feel the way you feel. Misery
1: stew is like my favorite New Year's Day dish, too. Hopefully, it's
0: not from Stephen King. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Misery stew is not. You don't want no, to. No, actually that.
1: my my mother is like makes cabbage and kielbasa every year. Apparently there's some like I think it's German thing where if you don't eat cabbage like if you don't oh, eat cabbage on New, new year. Year's day you'll have like bad luck or yeah. if, like if you eat it you will have good luck. I can't remember what I it is. I
0: don't know. But yeah. uh just like any muscle you would build at the gymnasium that yes. you attend practicing growth mindset. What am I capable of? How can I make this better? What could I change to make this easier to do? We've done episodes on that the more we practice a growth mindset and the possibility of change, the more natural it becomes. And at first I thought it was sort of a Pollyanna, like, oh yeah, sure. You know, I'm positive that everything's negative. Ha ha ha. Like that's not super great. That's not like a super fun story that you want to spend a lot of time in.
1: Right. And, and also, you know, speaking of being able, it doesn't seem like something you you could practice. Like on the surface, you're like, how do I practice growth mindset? But it, it really is a skill that you can hone and refine by doing it more and more. And one of the ways you can do that, as we are talking about reflecting back, is to reflect back upon, you might be saying to yourself, well, I just can't do x in the health and fitness category i can't control my eating i can't get myself to exercise more you might be saying that to yourself but really look back and think about like other times in your life where you have thought that there were things you couldn't do and then you were able to do them or think about all of the things that you didn't at one point know how to do and now you have learned how to do them And realize that you are capable of doing many hard things and you're capable of doing this hard thing too. And really give yourself credit for your ability to to look at problems and solve them moving forward.
0: Right, so the two big questions we've asked you to ask in this episode is what do you wish you did more of and what do you wish you did less of? And this is just a good week to reflect on the food that you've eaten, your sleep habits, boundaries, movement, and mindset. I'm sure there are many other that could fall into this. And I think in the new year, we might do a deeper dive on each of these categories to kind of refresh your memory on them. But as we look back and like Donald was saying, Looking back on the year that we've had, and this is something that I've tried to do, I try to make notes each month of my accomplishments. I try to make notes on new experiences that I've had or new milestones that I hit. Because once we get into weight and maintenance and the scale stops moving, if you keep looking – to the scale as your only validation that you're doing things right, you're going to be disappointed because the scale doesn't move, but we keep wanting new ways to celebrate ourselves. And if you don't let yourself celebrate those small wins throughout the year, those non-scale victories and scale victories, you're not going to be satisfied once you get to the weight you think you want to be because it's still not going to seem like enough. I'll be happy in the future. I'm not Deserving of accolades and cheers now. Right. Cheer me on when I get to the finish line.
1: I can't wait for you to be proud of I me. I <laughs> can't wait.
0: But practicing that gratitude and practicing like cheering yourself on for doing positive things will help like re no, I'm not a brain specialist. I'm not a brain specialist. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> but like all of those neural. I'm gonna say it. Neural pathways, changing those up. And the more we focus on the positive and the possibility of change, the more opportunities will come our way. It feels so good to not only like recognize the areas that maybe we didn't focus on As much and just to see it as a possible opportunity for the coming year. We are not asking you to change every aspect of your life or do like a, a, you know, a grueling tear apart of every single good and bad thing. But what seems true to you right now? What things can you celebrate? Make note of them because in a year from now, we're probably going to be doing the same episode and we're going to ask you to reflect on. The year that is – wait, I can't – okay, like, it's going to be 24. So at the end of 2024, we're going to ask you about what what happened before 2024. So now start making notes. That's what I'm saying.
1: Start making notes. And and really, like, ask yourself, like, what are you proud of that you've done throughout the year? Because I bet it's more than you think. And start cheering yourself now moving forward.
0: Yeah. What can you do now that you couldn't do this time last year?
1: I bet there are many things if you really stop and think about it. What are you doing well right now that you weren't doing well at this time last year?
0: Yeah, because the more you take stock of it, I mean, that happens in business too, right? Like they're like, so what did you accomplish this year? If you're like, I don't know. I don't remember, but it was probably good stuff. You got to keep your own file of kudos.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, I will give you one thing to put in your file of kudos right now, <laughs> and that is kudos for listening to this episode, uh, and you get even extra double bonus kudos extra if you're listening to this uh, when it's when it's brand new.
0: Calorie-free kudos. Here
1: in the last week of 2023, uh, but you, you also get kudos whenever you're listening to it, so thank you so very much. For listening, we are grateful for each and every one of you, Um, and uh, you know it. Really, this really is like listening to this. You're doing something for yourself, Um, but we are also grateful that you're taking time to listen to us, uh, taking time out of your busy schedule, choosing to use some of the time that you have in your day to listen to episodes of this show, and. All of our episodes are available. Uh, Most of them, the most recent 300, are available on all of the major podcast platforms. Uh, You can find them wherever you found this episode, or you can go all the way back to episode one uh, on our website at any time at weonlylookthin.com.
0: Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on that link for join our support group to find out more about Wolt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for accountability, check-ins. We do Zoom meetings many times a month. Uh, It's just a super supportive environment. We're all doing different weight loss plans, but our mindsets, plural, get minds. Why did I say that out loud? Like I was writing something. <laughs> our uh, mindsets are plan agnostic and how we look at our growth mindset our ability to make change and set boundaries. Um, That counts for everyone. So we have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if wool place is right for you.
1: Absolutely, so check it out. And um, also there's a new hot trend on social media of people saying the word plural after they say something (laughs) that's plural. So you're like right at the cutting edge of all of that. Speaking of social media, you can check us out on social media at We Only Look Thin on Facebook and Instagram, or you could send us an email um, and tell us about things that you've said that are plural and then uh, mention (laughs) them.
0: Wow. (laughs) Magic You're plural. here with uh, plurals with Donald and Catherine Weigels. That's right, <laughs>
1: Donalds and Catherine's Weigels. Um, thank you uh, so much. If you would like to uh, send us some episode suggestions, if you have questions for us, uh, if you uh, would just like to uh, say hi, uh, you can do that to we only look thin at gmail.com.
0: Yep. And if you have a couple of extra minutes this holiday season, head over to Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a rating and a review. Every single one counts. Not only does it let us know that what we're doing um, after five years... Are we almost hitting our six-year anniversary? Yeah,
1: yeah. This will be uh, the first episode in January, I think, will be our six-year anniversary.
0: How is that possible?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I know. Two
0: crazy kids. Uh, But not only does it let us know that what we're doing after six years on air... Uh, is is making a difference, but it also helps new listeners find us when they are looking for Cool Beans, Cool Kid podcasts like ours.
1: Yes, if people search Cool Beans, Cool Kid podcasts, it really helps us get boosted in search results uh, if you give us a five-star review and uh, say something nice, or yep. just give us the stars if that's all you got in you. We'll, yeah. we'll take what we can get. <laughs> Um, or if you could just tell somebody about the show, that would really, uh, help us out. If, uh, if it comes up in conversation, if you know somebody that you think would, uh, would like the show, or if you're, uh, on the interwebs and you're in a discord server or on a, uh, in a Reddit group or on a, uh, Facebook page in a Facebook group that, uh, you think it would be appropriate to give us a shout out. It really, really helps the show grow. Yep. So, if you're having a hard time deciding if you'd rather be a hibernating bear or a night wolf, <laughs> just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.